Chamishi, Chukas Chamishi, chapter 20, verse 22, Pasik 22, Perik Chav, Pasik Chavbez. Vayisu mi Kodesh, so the, after Esau didn't let them through, so the Jews, and Kodesh was at the territory, at the boundary of Edom, so they left, they journeyed from Kodesh, Vayavoyu Bnei Yisrael Kol so the, the Bnei Yisrael, again it says Kol the entire community, Hor and we already had also before in the beginning of the Pasha, also the word Kolaida. And let's see what Rashi Taichel here. They came to Hoir Hor. We'll see what means Hoir Hor. Kolaida is Rashi Kulam. It doesn't say Juvayevay Bnei Yisrael Hoir Hor. It says Kolaida. Kulam Shleimim. They were all complete. Vaimdim. They were all whole and standing. The Konis. What does it mean they were all whole? Um, they weren't with any sin? Shalim is in Shalim, like it says, uh, and they, but they were all Shalimim, and they were standing to go into the land. There wasn't even one. From those that the Gzeda was decreed upon them not to go in. The, those who died in the uh, Midbar, uh, the day, dying of the Midbar have already completed. So they, the people that died, I guess, were not the Shlemim. These people were the Shlemim. And these are from the ones who caused by him, the Pesach writes in Dvarim Dalit, Pesach Dalit, Chaim Kulchem Hayoyim. Chaim Kulchem Hayoyim, that you live all, all of you live today. And that's the meaning of the Kol Haida. Rashi, the kids are in, 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 in Perichopasik Aleph, Rashi says, Kol Eida means Eida HaShleima Shekvar Meisu, Meisim Midbar Ve'eid Lepor Shulachayim. But Rashi doesn't give the whole Arichas Hadvarim, the way Rashi gives it over here, we need to understand. Over here Rashi gives the whole Maisa and a much longer of there he says it's Bekitzer. Why does Rashi over there say Bekitzer? Why does Rashi say it over here by Arichas? Um, I don't know. This is all uh, things that we need to... Uh, uh, compare and see why it's like that. What is the meaning of Hoir Hor? It was Hoir Al Gabe Hor. It was a mountain on top of a mountain. Kitapuach Cotton Al Gabe Tapuach Godel. It's like putting a small apple on top of a large apple. So you have one on top of the other. The Afal P. Shaon and Heilich Lifneim. Umash Before we learned in the beginning of in, in Bamidbar, earlier in the Parshis, we learned. That the honor would go in front of them and would straighten out, uh, level out the, the, the mountains. Rashi and Bamidbar Perik Yud Posik Lamedalev and the Posik Vanana Shemalekeim Yoimim Rashi says, Shiva Anonim Ksud Maseim, Arba Medal Druches Vechel Lamaila Vechel Lamato, Vechel Lifneim, there was one going in front of them. Manmich Es Hagovoya, Umagbi Es Hanomuch, he would uh, lower the high ones and he would lower the, and raise the lower ones. Verig Nechoshim Vakrabi. Uh, and also, before that, Rashi says, uh, Rashi says, uh, to fix it. But that, that's all that we see that the Onan uh, would uh, do the, uh, would lower. So Rashi says, So how was it? There were three mountains that were left. Uh, Har Sinai was left with the Torah. Hmm? Uh, was left with the Torah. 
Now I don't know when did the this says uh, this I mean this the Khani when they came to Midbar Sinai we already had already Ba'amudonon Bayomish Amudonon is already in Shmois when the Khatila even before Matan Torah. See we learn a lot a lot about the Masois we learn before in Parshis, you know, over here in Baloischa. In Nos in Baloischa we learn about the Masois and about again about the Man Mechzagavoya as a brother and Rashi, but we also learned it before in Khumish Shmois when they started, when they left over there, we also learned that, that they, they would go out be Amud Eish Yoimum, and Amud Loyomish Amud Onon Metechel Yoimum, and 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 Loilo. But I I don't know over there. I don't remember Rashi saying over there that it would also lower the mountains. I mean, over there they just had a few masoes. They went to, you know, to uh, to Moro, and they went to you know with the story with the Amalekim. Um, but apparently that the Harsina was left for the Torah. Uh, but you know, I'm trying to say is that it was manmich them even before they started the major journey, because they didn't. They only went for seven weeks till Matan Torah. Uh, already in those seven weeks, apparently, they already had the onan uh, lowering for them, because otherwise it would, it would have gone. Or I don't know. Maybe they're walking around. I mean, I don't know exactly how they were journeying in the you know exact map and the travels the way they did in, in the in the desert. But anyways, the Harsina was left for the Torah. And Har was left Lekfuras Moshe, and Hirahar was left Lekfuras Aram. These are the three mountains that we find in, uh, in I guess, in the Midbar. There's other mountains that you're mentioning that we learned later on, uh, which we learned in the Eshed and Cholim, with the mountains. Those were already in, I guess, in cities. We're talking about in the in the desert uh, where they were traveling. Uh, there was only these three. There's only three. All the mountains were flattened, and all the flat places were. Were raised as Rashi said before. I quoted from why? Rashi before why they have to, be like to make it easy for the Nisrael to, to journey. Mm. Why is it good uh, for the flat things that go mountain? No, not a mountain. They, okay, the mountains became flat, so they can walk. Pasuk of Gimel. Byeimer Hashem or Moshe v'Larin. Hashem says to Moshe Narin. Vahoyr ha'har. On in Hoyr ha'har in that area. Al-Gvul Eretz Edim Lamer on the boundary of the land of Edim to say. So, I guess Kodesh was on one side of the boundary and Hoyrahor was another side of the boundary because we learned before that Kedesh was also on the Gvul of Eretz Edim. So, Al-Gvul Eretz Edim, Zokrashi Magid, this teaches us why is it important over here to stress that it was on the boundary of Eretz Edim. This teaches us, because they associate themselves with a close relationship with Esau and Russia, they uh, try to be friendly with him. Nifritzu uh, Maseim, so uh, they lost. Uh, uh, um, a breach was made in their accomplishments. Maseim, the and they lost this righteous person. It's interesting. It doesn't talk and say in the whole thing. Is this what Moshe Rabbeinu did it on his own? Uh, the Eden did it on its own. I mean, in the Pasuk it says that Moshe uh, Rabbeinu sent. So it's a little bit surprising that this is something that Moshe Rabbeinu went and did on his own. I think that's what it comes out. Uh, Hashem didn't send him to send. Uh, um, and um, I know um, why, I mean, why didn't Hashem say to send? What, what was the plan that Hashem from this Rashi, it comes out that it's something that they did, they said, they did on their own. 
They were trying to flatter him. And then they lost his tzaddik. When you connected yourself with Hashem has uh, uh, breached your accomplishment. Huh? What did they do wrong by befriending you? No, they were flattering. They were trying to say, hey, so you're our brother, this and that, and uh, you know. So, um, but it seems, no, Moshe Rabbeinu, the Yidin were saying it, but it comes out that that's why Arin uh, died over there at that point. This is teaching you uh, that this is the association of here. I mean, that's what the Prosik is trying to tell you by telling all that it's Edim, uh, telling you now about Arin's death, because to tell you that this was because of their. Uh, and their connection with them. But again, this seems also like it was Moshe Rabbeinu's idea on his own. Uh, because otherwise, the Shaykhis wouldn't say Nishabru, Nifritz Maseyim, their accomplishment, you know, like of their own. It wasn't. Uh, and. Pasuk of Dalit. So Hashem says to him, Yeosif Arin el Amov. So Aaron shall be gathered into his people, Kiloyove el Horitz. For he will not come to the land that Shinasat live in Israel. That I've given to in Israel. So it's interesting that over here is Hashem says to Moshe Aaron, and again, Moshe Aaron, it's probably to Moshe as we all have all the time to Moshe say to Aaron. And again, you see from Loshni Yosef Aaron, uh, no, I could be talking to him directly, but Yosef Aaron Alamov, uh, Aaron shall be gathered to his people, meaning to pass away. Um, uh, so Hashem doesn't tell them what they should go, how they should go in, but He's telling them about Aaron, Aaron passing away. For He will not come to the land that I have given to Bnei Yisrael. Because you rebelled uh, uh, my, my word, you defied my word by the Meimerivo, by the waters of dispute. That we learned earlier that Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron uh, were there and um, over there too already we learned Hashem said them that for that punishment for uh, hitting the stick instead of speaking to it so over there actually it says and then Hashem tells him and he tells him to speak and it says uh, so seems seems and it says over there, Vayyore Moshe's Yodhe Vayyachas Hasela. Aaron's participation was, um, Hashem says in both, but Aaron's participation seems to be minimal over there. Aaron didn't bang the rock, it was Moshe Rabbeinu that seems that banged the rock. Uh, and but Hashem says, Yan Leimantim is, is including them both. Um, is, um, he, and, and you know, Rashi over there talks all in the plural. The Jilu, the Bartemel Asela, the Hagdisheni, as the Pesach says. Um, but on one hand, Rashi asks Moshe Rabbeinu, "What's worse, this or his his uh, his uh, Moshe Rabbeinu's questioning of Hashem?" So it seems my, the main player over there was Moshe Rabbeinu that made the mistake. But here we're we're counting in Aaron with him, and now Aaron is dying also. In other words, the question in the in the past in the Shudah Shemikra. We don't see there that, that, that Aaron did anything wrong. If anything is, uh, I guess they were counted together because Moshe and Aaron gathered the people, they were supposed to do it. If Aaron were to stop them, I guess Aaron also had a part in it. Aaron is together with him with a mistake. I guess. So Hashem says to him, Posikhofei Kachas Aaron, that's a loser benoi.
Take Aaron and his son Elazar. And bring them up to the Hoyer Har. What do you mean take? And take him. Take him with words of comfort. You're going to see your crown given over to your son. He says, I am not uh, going to merit this because. Moshe Rabbeinu's children did not take his crown. Who took Moshe Rabbeinu's place? Yeshua. But him, Elazar is taking over his place. So that's words of comfort that your son is taking over. I mean, you don't have to add Moshe Anizach Lekach. He's saying, I'm not going to marry that. But he's trying to tell him that it is a privilege. Not everybody merits that. And uh, take off Aaron from his garments. Those are the garments of the Kahuna Gedolah. So he must have put on the garments of Kunigadela when he took him up over there. So he took him up with the garments of Kunigadela. So he told him to take off the garments of Kunigadela. Uh, no. Yeah. You should dress him, his son uh, Lazar. So now he's telling him to dress him with the garments. Whose son Lazar? That's Aaron's son, yeah. Allah's son is Samar, the older one from left over, from Nodavavi, who left over. The Aaron Yosef amazed Shem. And Aaron will gather in and die over there. As Begod of Zakrashi, what garments? As Big De Kuhuna Gedoyla. The garments of Kuhuna Gedoyla, which means the extra four. The Choshim, the Eifrid, and the Meil. Yeah. What? Allah's son was like, ah? Uh, yeah, this one had two. Yeah, the uh, uh the tzitz. Uh, the uh, the. The Lazar was older than the summer. Yeah. No, you look. Yeah, they're gonna be older than the summer. Okay, but now. Okay, so he took off the four extra garments of the. The chayshen, the eifet, the meil, and the tzitz. Those were the four extra garments that the kohen god wore more than the regular kohen. Um, and he said, take him off the big dekhuna gedoyla, apparently, but the uh, the four garments of the kohen hedyut that he kept, that each one kept, he was sure of, if she them all of them, sit them all benoy. No, one second. As we go to the class, as big dekhuna gedoyla, he'll be show. He first he dressed them with the garments of kohen gedoyla. And he removed them from him, the big Dekunagdoilo, to give him to his son in front of him. told him to go into the cave. So he saw there was a ready made bed and a candle lit. Yeah, go up to the bed. He went up. Spread out your hands. Partially spread out. Close your mouth. Close your mouth. Close your eyes, close. So Moshe desired such a Misa. That's why it says in the Varam Lamed Beis, when Moshe bin died, it says, like your brother died, the Misa that you have desired it, that you wanted. And Rashi said already before, no, that kind, when he died, he wanted to die that kind why? of a death, like he died over there. Why? Uh, but as she said before, like Abi Miriam, that it doesn't say Al Pi Hashem over there because it's not covered uh, the to say Pi Hashem, but that was also by Moshe and Aaron. But we'll see soon by Aaron what it says over here. Pasuk of Zayin, Mayas Moshe, and Moshe did Kashetiv Hashem as Hashem has instructed. 
they went up to the before the eyes of the whole community. So, when did to say Even though it was difficult for him, he did not hold back. He did as Hashem told him. So they went up there and called Posikov Ches, Vayashit Moshe's Arnes Begodov. So Moshe removed from Aaron his Begodov, as Rashi said, the big day Kohona Gedela. Vayabusha Ismas Aloza Benoi, and he dressed it to his son Aloza. Vayamas Aaron Shom Bereshahor. And Aaron died over there in the head of the mountain. Vayerid Moshe Aloza Minahor. And Moshe and Aloza descended from the mountain. Aaron remained over there. Posikov Ches. Vayiru Kolaido, and the entire community saw Kigova Aaron, that Aaron expired. Vayivku as Arin, and they cried for Arin Shloishim Yoyim for 30 days, Koil Beis Yisrael, the entire uh, Jewish household. Now, this happened already. All did the same midbar, all the, 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 the everybody died already. So when Rashi says, Kol Ha'edo, Meisu Kol Meisu Midbar, that is referring to whom? To all those who weren't Timimim, they weren't that died because of the sin, but now that doesn't include all of them because Aaron died afterwards, as we see here. So, what does it mean they saw? How did the, how did the whole community see Aaron? They didn't see Aaron die, they just saw Aaron went up and didn't come down. He went up to the mountain, together Moshe and Aaron also went up to the mountain, but then Aaron didn't return. So, what does it mean they saw that Aaron, that Aaron expired? How did they see it? When they saw the Mishnah Lozah were descending, and Aaron wasn't going down, Amru they said, Hechin hu Aaron. So they said, Where is Aaron? Aaron went up, he didn't come down. Amru Hamais. So Mishnah said he died. Amru Loi. So they said to the Ebshir. Yeah, well, well, now they were first questioning. They were challenging Mishnah. They didn't know what happened to him. Is it possible one who can stand against the Malach and stop the Magefa? What is Rashi referring to? What happened? You remember before the Posik? In Posik you base in Mamibu Pek Yuzayin, after the Machlikis with Kairach over there, it says, uh, that it started the plague, and then it says, stood between the living and the dead, and he stopped the Magefa. So that was Aaron that stopped the Magefa. So they said, a person who can stop against the Malach. But, no, but, yeah, I understand, but I was through Aaron's uh, the, the work over there. And then he had the whole debate with the Malach over there. Where the Malach says, That's what Rashi says, the Maish with the Malach over there, because Rashi says that the Malach says, Tell me to do my Shlichas. And Moshe says, Moshe Tzivani Laakov, Aaron says, So he says, I am Hashem's agent, and you're Shlich of Moshe. So he says, Moshe doesn't say anything on his own, only from Hashem. If he don't. Uh, Lee, let's go to the oil and let's ask. But anyway, so he Rashi says here he was against the Malach, and so he, the angel of death, should be able to dominate, dominate over him and kill him. So Moshe asks Rachman Hashem mercy, and they showed Lohem. Uh, the angels that served, the Malachim showed to the Bnei Yisrael Mutl Bimita, that he was laying in the bed. So they saw, the angels showed that 
Aaron was laying in the bed. Ro they saw him in the belief. So that's why by Yiru Kola Eido they saw, they actually saw Kikova Aaron. So they cried for Aaron for Shlesh and Kol Beis Yisrael. Kol Beis Yisrael, yeah? Kol Beis Yisrael, Zakhtarashi, the whole house of Israel, Ha'anoshim Ha'anoshim. It's the men and women. Lifisha, Aaron read of Sholem. Because Aaron used to go run after Sholem, Matl Abba. He would bring love bain between people who had fights between a man and his wife. So, anyways, so he says, "Kigava Aaron, Kigava Aaron," that Aaron expired. Aimerani. Uh, uh, so Rashi says, "I say shamatargim to hamistoyu." The one who said because uh, that because Aaron had died is making a mistake. Elim kevatargim. Unless he translates Vayiru Vizchaziu, uh, that the uh, congregation were seen. Uh, 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 for our rabbi's statement that the word uh, of key is used here in the sense of because, uh, uh, is only because applies only according to the Medrash, which states that the clouds of glory departed. Departed. as Rababo said, with two yuds. Uh, don't read vayiru. They saw, but vayiru they were seen. Vayiru, and they were seen that the Jews were seen. Zen So if they were seen. By the others, they were exposed, so then it's key Govar because Aaron died. Uh, because that's a reason. Why were they exposed? Because Aaron died. Why did they expose? Why were they seen all of a sudden? Because Aaron died. Which means the Ananiah covers were there because of, of Aaron. And once Aaron died, the others can see them. But if the translation of is that the the whole congregation saw, so then the meaning of the word ain't loshen dohan noifel and loshen asher. So then uh, the because is inapplicable only has the meaning of asher that shumikzed uh, shimush e that which is the usage of the words e. But we find the im, uh, the Hebrew equivalent of e, can mean that. Kemoi, like he said, the im madua ruchi. So that im, why should I not be short of breath? And there are many other instances of the word im in this case, as in that im. His days are limited. Im that is days limited. So, over here it means ki gava arin means that arins was died. Pasuk Aleph, Perik Chof Aleph, chapter twenty-one, verse one. So the knani, uh, which is the melacharod, in this case the king of arod, the knani Yoshev Hanegev, he lived in the south. Kibo Yisrael, that uh, Yisrael has come, Derecha Sorim, in the way, by the root of the spies. Uh, 
and they're going in that direction. By Locha Yisrael, so he waged war against Israel. By Yish Shemi, and he took from them a captive. By Yish Maknani, so Rashi, what did he hear? Shama Shemes Aaron. He heard that Aaron died, and his talk on COVID, and that the clouds of glory have gone. As we find in Rashad And Amalek uh, was always a chastising whip for Israel. Uh, ready at any time uh, to be that punishment. Rash is going to say in a minute that Rod Yeshvanegdi was actually Amalek. Uh, that's why the that's the connection over here with the uh, with uh, with the Amalek. So Tarashi Yeshvanegiv, the Melch Yeshvanegiv, the Amalek. This is Amalek. Shenemar, as it says, Mamidbar Yudgimul Pasik Chutes, Amalek Yeshev Beeretz Hanegiv. So when it says Yeshvanegiv, it refers to Amalek. And he changed his tongue, his language, to speak in Kenan. So that's why he calls him Mishmakrani. So that the Jews should daven to Hashem, lost his Kenanim biyodom, to keep the Kenan in their hand. They're not Kenanim, but they're Amalekim. So the Jews saw that their garments. What well, the garments of the Malikim? Well, the Shainim Loshan Kran, the language of Loshan Kran. Amrun is Pavel Stam. He said, let's play in a general way, not against specific nation. Shenemar in Nosin Titnes Amazer Biyod. If you're going to give this nation, so that means whatever nation it is. We find that Amalek uh, started the war. Rashid Mertzu Mardaz, who always a. We find that Amalek starting the war in Shmois Perikid Zayim Posikhes. Uh, as soon as they went out of Mitzrayim, is Vayovei Amalek Vaylochem Yisrael Birfidim. The only question is, Rifidim over there is Mashma that was close to Mitzrayim. Here we're already close to the um, to uh, the Gvul of Eretz Yisrael. So uh, it seemed like Amalek was over there, and here Amalek is on this side. Um, and also, we you know we read about the whole uh, Amalek uh, that the. Uh, the Timna in Amalek was born uh, to to Alifaz uh, Ben Esau because Timna was the Pelegish. So Timna was the Pelegish for Alifaz Ben Esau. She gave birth to Amalek, and um, there Rashi says that she wanted to be a um, a Shifcha to be married. Uh, the Gemara Sanhedrin brings down that uh, they refused her. She wanted to be Megayer Avram Yitzchak, and because of uh, their refusal, she turned out to be later on, uh, have a Molik who always um, uh, was uh, fighting with the Ibn Yisrael. Then of course in Shemois Perik Zayin we have the Shem's command to Yeshua that he should erase Mochit Timcha Zecher HaMolik Metachas HaShemoyim and um, so that was even before the the second time, that was already after the first time alone. And Rashi uh, on, in Ambamidbar um, Choftes, Rashi says when the when the Maragli um, mentioned the fact that the Amolek Yoshe Beretz Negev, which is Rashi's Raya uh, uh, that he sits the Negev, Rashi says the reason why the Maragli mentioned Lifisha Nichvu Baamolekvar because they were already uh, burnt with Amolek, he's Kiru Maraglim So they actually mentioned them not to to scare them even further. 
and um, and that, that was even before this second time again. Again, uh, over there it's by Rifidim with Amalek, there was near Mitzrayim going on the way to Har Sinai. Here it's uh, by the neck of the Gvul Eretz Yisrael. Uh, so that needs to still see um, how this all fits in. Derech HaAsorim, what does it mean? Derech HaAsorim, Derech HaNegev Sha'och Bo HaMeraglim. That's the way of the south. Uh, the Derech HaAsorim is uh, uh, the southern way that the Meraglim went out because the Asorim is the scouts, the spies. Shnemar Bamidbar Yudgimel Chobbeis, it says Vayalu Banegev. So that is the way they went up. Uh, Rashi says before um, that this was in the uh, corner of the east, uh, southeast. They went along the southeastern border from east to west, and then they went from um, on the um, west side. They went from south to um, to north. But this was in the north, I guess, in the southeast corner. Because uh, that's where they went up. That's where they started. Dover uh, Achar, uh, another interpretation. Derech HaAsorim. By the way of the Asorim, Derech HaTayir HaGodl. This was the root of the great guide. And I say name that journeyed in front of them. Shenemar. As it says in Bamidu Yud Pasuk Lamed Gimel, Derech Shloishus Yom Losur Lahem Menucha. He would go uh, ahead. The, the, talks about the the Mishkan. What would go? The, the pasuk says, "Va'arim bris Hashem noisei lifneim derech shleishusyam." So it was the Arim bris Hashem, and um, Rashi brings down there zahar noyitzi moam lumlocha beshuvi luchus menochim umagdim lifneim derech shleishusyam lesaklumak mechaniya that it was go ahead of them for three days. Derech shleishusyam into Arrange for them a place to rest. There was only one maid servant that they captured. It's a singular lotion. Shifcha, um, I mean, it just means one. Shevi, some that it's a shifcha. Pasuk base. Vayidar Yisrael neder la Hashem. So the Yisrael made a vow to Hashem. Vayemer nisad. It's all in a singular lotion, but it's the Jewish people. In losin titnes ahom azeb yodi. If you would deliver uh, these people in my hand, vacharamti esoreim, and I will make their cities uh, into cherim. Zaktrash vacharamti agdish lolam logavoya. I will uh, consecrate the spoil for Hashem. Give it away to Hashem. Uh, um, all the spoil. Vayishma Hashem bekol Yisrael. And Rashi already pointed out before. It says not to without. Because they weren't sure who the people were, so he says that they prayed for Amazet. God listened to the voice of Yisrael, and he gave the Kanani, and they uh, destroyed them. Uh, uh, that is Bahariga, uh, that they destroyed them. Uh, Rashi is going to say, uh, by uh, consecrating to heaven, they destroyed them and their cities given away. Um, it doesn't say that they, I mean, this was part of the Muhammad Amalek, I guess, but it doesn't say how much, but they were still left for the Amalek. So, what they did with the spoil, they gave it to the Mishkan. They, uh, that was the Agdish Lom Mogabayim, we said before. 
Pazik Dalad Vayisu Mehoyr Hahar. So this was all in Hoyr Har, which was, I guess, uh, next to um, um, the um, the uh, the Amalekim over there. Um, it's um, could be that it's Mashma that the Yidden didn't know exactly who lived over there. Mashma Adam they knew who lived over there, because here they were they were confused by the garments by their by their talk, but um, the um, it was still a gvul at its Adam that was the Hirahar, and uh, so it was still uh, near Adam, and then there was Benegev, uh, there were, uh, I guess, also the Amalekim. So, uh, now, it's not Mashma that. Um, that they went elsewhere, that they traveled elsewhere, because later on it says, that comes out that that took place after the story of the Yamalekim. So when it says, uh, um, that is just, um, so maybe, uh, maybe the Taka didn't live there, maybe they just came from where they lived near Mitzrayim, and they attacked the Eden, uh, you know, on the way. Um, um, even both pshatim asodim, whether it means taira godl or it means the way they spied. Um, why is that important to say over here? Uh, but the pasuk says actually negev. It's not like they came from elsewhere, but that's where they lived. Uh, uh, when it said amalek negev, also the yidden were talking about the spies. We're talking about amalek near Yisrael. That's where they went to spy, not back in Mitzrayim. So it seems like the Amalekim lived here next to the lived by the Eretz Um But um, it could be that they came from wherever they were to Lachem be Yisrael to the Hoyer Hahar. That's what's Mashma. They came to the Hoyer Hahar from the Eretz Negev. They came from their place, but the Eden weren't there by their land. The Eden were still by the Hoyer Hahar with Vul Eretz Negev, uh, not by they moved on from Kedesh to Hoyer Hahar. And that's with the Mabtimida. But in any event, uh, So they journeyed from the Hirahar uh, by the way of the uh, Red Sea, to circle the land of Edim, and uh, the people became disheartened uh, because of the way. So Rashi Kivon Shemais Arin. Once Arin died, Uba Aleihem Milchamazu, and this war came upon them with a Molech Chazru Lachireihem. They went backwards Derech Yamsuf by the way of the Yamsuf. Who had Derech Shachazru Lahem Shenigzalim Gzeres Meraglo, which is the route they returned to after the decree because of the sin of the spies. So after this kings of the king of the spies, they went in that route also. After the after Hashem decreed them, the Gzeres Maraglin, they took this same way. Because in Dvarim Aleph, Pasuk Mem, it says, "Vayisu Hamidbara." They journeyed in the Midbar Derech Yamsuf to by way of Yamsuf. That is talking about after the Maraglin. Actually, in uh, Pasuk of Hay in Perek Yudalin Bamidbar, 
after the chait of the Meraglim, it says, Vahamaleki, Vaknan Yeshev, Baemek, Mochor, Pnus, Ulochamamit, Boredach Yamsuf. So the Ebishter was sending them by way of Yamsuf. Rashi brings the Posik from the Vorim, Posik Mayam, Vaatem Pnus, Ulochamamit, Bora, Derech Yamsuf. The Loshan Rashi, Vayisu, Amit, Bora, Derech Yamsuf, in Dvarim Aleph Mem, the lotion is Vatem Pnu Lochem Usu Hamid Boradarach Yamsuf. Later on in Perik Beis, uh, the Posik says Vanifen Vanesa Hamid Boradarach Yamsuf. Lochere Rashi means if the Tzion is to Hamid Boradarach Yamsuf, then it should be not Dvarim Aleph Mem, it should be Dvarim Beis Aleph. And why would he bring the posik of Devarim Aleph versus bringing the posik from Bamid from uh, Bamidbar before? It also says they went through the Yamsuf. Um, now the lotion of Ayisu Hamidbar Derech Yamsuf is not found over there either. But in any event, uh, Rashi brings down that they went the Midrach Yamsuf. And now they went back uh, seven journeys back. Uh, uh, after they came to Hoyer Hohor, they went back to because it says in the Vodim Yud Pasuk Vov, Uvnei Yisrael Nosu Mibeides Pneyakon Moiseno, that the Yidden journeyed from Eides Pneyakon, they journeyed to Moiseno, Shom Meis Aren. So it says that uh, from Eides they went to Moiseno, Aren died there, Mechibi Moiseno Meis. Did then Aren die Moiseno? Valoi Bahoyer Hohor Meis, died in Hoyer Hohor. Elasham Khazru Vis Ablu Olav. but when they came to Miseda they went back and they mourned for him, Vis Pidu, and they eulogized him. Kiluhu Bifname as if he was in front of them. and go and when you check the Masois Vitimsa you'll find Sheva Masois, there are seven journeys from Min Miseda Adhirahar. So uh, they went back seven Masoyes from Hoyer and that's when they eulogized them in Moiseido. Since Rashi says, say you go and check the Masoyes. So let's go take a look in Masay and take a look at the Masoyes. So in Posik Lamed Zayin it says, That's Posik Lamed Zayin in Bamidbor Perik Lamed Gimel. And from Pasuk Lamed it says, So from Mesedes they went to Bnei Yaakon, and the next Pasuk, which is from Mesedes they went to Bnei Yaakon, so that was one. From Bnei Yaakon they went to Choyr HaGidgod, that's two. From Choyr HaGidgod they went to Yetvoso, that's three. From Yetvoso they went to Avreina, that's four. From Avreina they went to Eitz from Gover, that's five. From Evin Gover they went to Kodesh, that's six, and from Kodesh they went to Hedahar, that's seven. So at this point, they went back to uh, seven Masois, they went back to Kodesh, then to Etzion Gover, then to Avreina, then to Yetzvah, then to Cheragidgog, and then to Yaakoin, and then to Mesedus. And that's what Rashi brings the Pasuk, because over there it says, Bnei Yisrael Nosu, Mi Be'eres Bnei Yaakoin, Mesedah, that's going backwards because from Mesedo, the other direction, they went from Mesedo to Bnei And here they went from Bnei they went to Mesedo. The son of Eretz Adem, so they went there to surround Eretz Adem, he didn't allow them to pass through his land. 
I don't understand a little bit when it says Lesabe Veseres Edom Rashi Sershle Nostum Lavir Beharzei. But this was already after the second Masa by the Gevula Ratz Edom. First they were by Kedish, and that's when they moved from there. And then they moved on to Hayr Hahar, where Arin died, and then where the Amalekim uh, started up with them. Uh, uh, so, um, technically, they should have journeyed from Kedish, Lisbevis Eretz Edim. Over there, they, the passages they moved from um, uh, from Kedesh to Ahir Ahar, it doesn't say that there was Lisbevis Edim. Only after going to Ahir Ahar and after the encounter with the Amalek and with the, uh, with the Kanani, uh, so only there uh, the Pasik says Lisbevis Eretz Edim. Um, because over there also the Pasik says Vayet uh, before that. Uh, so in the end of Revi, so that the Bnei Yisrael left uh, Edim, uh, but then it says they when they traveled to Ha'ir uh it's still Gevul in Pasuk of Gimel, it's still Gevul Eretz Edim Leimer. So although Vayet Yisrael Me'olav, it's still they were still the Gevul Eretz Edim. And here we're saying Lisbeth was Eretz Edim because he doesn't let them go, just to. Understand exactly how this took place over here. Anyway, the Tikkun Nefesh Ha'Om Maderech, the Rashi, the Torah Maderech, that's the trouble and the hardship of the way. Shuhuksholahem, which was difficult for them. Amru, they said, Achshav Yinu Kreivim Lekonis Lares. Now we were close to going into the land. And now we're going backwards, as we said. Rashi said before they went back seven Masoyes. Kachosu The same way our uh, parents returned. And they delayed 38 years until today. Uh, because the Meraglim, that was at the second year of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. Um, the second year of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. And we said before that they're going away, the Derech Yams, the same way that the Meraglim went. Uh, um because by the Maraglim also, um, it says also they were in, uh, it says in Bamid Perikid Beis, by story with Miriam, it says they journeyed Machat Seides, and then it says Vayachnu Bamidbar Poran. And in Posik uh, Gimel in Perikid Beis, it says Vayishlachayisha Moshe the Maraglim, he sent them in Midbar Poran. In Posik Chava Perikid Gimel, the Posik says Vayelcho Vayavel Moshe Valarin. They'll call Adas Bnei Yisrael and meet Barparon Kodesha. So now they were in Kodesh, and uh, so this is the same Kodesh because they and they went back from this Kodesh. So in the meet Barparon they were Kodesha, and from this Kodesh they went back the Seth Masoyes, as as Rashi says, and they were going back this Derech Yamsuf because, uh, like we said, Rashi before Hashem tells them later on they should go Derech Hamid Bo Derech Yamsuf. Actually, here too they had the uh, encounter with Amaleki because this was uh, in the Negev over there and Pasuk Memhei it says Vayered Amaleki Bahar. So now you had the Amaleki and the Knani, but this was like near Kedesh, the same place near the Amaleki where they had to do with them now, uh, with the Amaleki in the previous uh, within the previous parsha. It's Vayered Amaleki Vaknani Vayakum that was near the Kedesh over there. Same thing over here, now they're by Kedesh again, and they had to do with the Amalekim, and it seemed like the Kanani. 
So that's why, so now they're hearing that they're going back the same route as the Maraglim did then. And they're going back, so they got uh, tired and their uh, they became disheartened by the hardship of traveling. Means they got disgusting and tired. That it was while he was on the way. Now here we're touching is the trouble of the way made them through it. Not the Yisderech loy pirush by the mekotzer. It doesn't say what. It just says Bederech was mekotzer. Shakol mokam shetimzer kitzur nefesh b'mikra because wherever the Torah uses the word kitzur nefesh, mufurish shabam mekotzer. It always says what. So you can't just say "matikse nafsham b'derech" with something that is not mentioned. Kigoyim, schali da'ala matikse nafshi b'hem, or kigoyim matikse nafshi b'amal Yisrael. So it says over there that what it was that uh, that I could not tolerate them uh, or is distressed because of the misery of Israel. Matikse nafshi b'amal Yisrael. The whole davar akosha l'odum neifu b'lotzin kisur nefesh. Uh, that anything difficult for a person to bear is called kitzur nefesh. Uh, it's like a person who is beset with trouble and his mind is not composed enough to accept it. Kitzur is short. Kitzur nefesh cannot. There is no place in his heart for the distress to settle. Uh, the thing causing the distress is described as large. Why? Since it is too large for him and weighs heavily on him. And their souls also lost both me. Uh, or uh, means it was uh, Big on me, they were too much for me. Or an Eved Yutazayim Bayiga Kishachal Tsudemi. And it is so great, Vyiga, that you haunt me like a lion. Kloloshil Pirish. In summary, Koloshin Kitsu Nefesh Bedova, the expression shortness of spirit for a thing. Loshin Shen Yochelusevluhu means that it is intolerable. The mind cannot bear it. The people spoke against Hashem and Moshe. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt? To die in this desert. There is no bread. Uh, and there is no water. Uh, and we are disgusted with the rotten bread. Um, the um, why are they saying in in mayim uh, regular lechem or maybe a regular mayim from not from the bear melikimu b'moisha so melikimu b'moisha hishvu eved lekoni. They equated the servant to the masters, and they equated him to Hashem. So he was uh, saying in the Lashon Rabim, Shneim Shavim, that the Lekim and Moshe, why did you together, uh, again, uh, 
equated them. Uh, and then he said, This too is denotes an intolerance and uh, loathing. loathing. Uh, why did they say that Lechem called the Iman a Lechem HaKloikil? says, Rashi, uh, because it uh, absorbed in the limbs, they called it, they referred to it as Kloikil. Amru, they said, This uh, man is destined that it's going to blow up in our intestines. Is there a human being that just brings in and doesn't, uh, takes in the food and doesn't, uh, uh, take anything out because the one so they called it colloquial uh, that it's going to uh, you know uh, eventually yitpak uh, to um, blow up in our intestines. Um, so Hashem sent against the people the venomous snakes and they bit the people the Yomas Amravmi Israel and a large, uh, many people uh, have died of the nation of Israel. They would burn the person with the poison that is in their teeth. Uh, the snake should come who got uh, punished uh, for speaking uh, evil. The Diba and led him uh, pay for those who uh, speak uh, slander, who speak bad words. Um, the Nachash uh, spoke Diba. So, what was the Diba that the Nachash spoke? Um, that was when he convinced uh, Chava to eat from the Eitzadas. Um, the word Diba, uh, Rashi says. Uh, in Breshis um uh Periklamid Zayin Posik Bays he brought Dibosom Ra uh with the Achi Yosef or with the Rashis Koloshin Dibo uh is Raidarai or Baredung uh uh Yumasapir it's to relate something bad uh Rashi Posik uh, says Dibo is Loshan David Yishenim over there. Uh, in the midbar, with regards to Miriam, Rashi says Iski Dibo should Dibro Baachia. By the midbar, when they brought the Rima, Rashi says Yeshua will call the Nitl Klum, the Fishikol Atzman Lahitzi Dibo Niskavnu. So Dibo usually is a slander in all these cases relating something bad or uh, Rashi um, in Bamidba Perigdal Posaklamadvav says Moitzi Dibo Oisim Anosh Vayamusu Kol Hoitzo is Dibo Loshen Chinuch Dvarim Shem Al Kichim Lushoinam Smoothing their tongues and then Rashi also says in Perigdal Posaklamadvav Nemar Kan Moitzi Dibo Sorot Suroshi Yesh Dibo Shitoiva But all those divas are sort of, you know, talking about somebody, saying bad about something, uh, um, all the different kinds of ways. But uh, the nochosh, uh, I'm trying to figure out why is this called Hitzos Dibo. Uh, uh, he, um, 
just speaking, um, convincing someone to do an Aveda, why would that called, be called Dibra? In uh, Pasuk Hay, in Breshi's Perigimel, uh, the Pasuk says, Ki yedei alikim ki v'yena cholcha mimenu, v'nifkichu e'neichem, v'yisim ki alikim yedi tevera, that could uh, qualify as it says Dibra. So the the neskalal was the fact that in Pasuk Yedal it says Vayemer Hashem Lekim Anochsh Kesisu Zois Oror Ato Mikol Abeim Mikol Chayis Zadal Gechem Chot Teilach Vafer Teichel Kol Yemei Chayecha and um, Rashi over there says he has a din of a mesis uh, Rashi brings down Rashi and Shmois Perik Dal Pasuk Gimel. When Moshe Rabbeinu says Vahili Nochash, Rashi says Ramaz Lashi Sipper Lash Naral Yisrael, Baimre Layaminuli, Vitofas of Nosh Nochash. Over there too, Rashi says that the Nochash uh, Umna was to speak Lash Nara. Yeah, so this is actually, I saw in a, in a Sefer that this is, this is Pasha, that the Lash Nara that the Nochash spoke was when he persuaded to, to eat Nates of Astor Vera. He says, Kidele Kimbi Machal Chemen, Visim Kelekim. This is uh, the Indian of Loshan Hara that I spoke. It's always Dibba. Another Psalms, uh, further Ashes, Yom Anochesh, Shekol Aminim, Nitomim, Lehi, Tam, Echot. That all things taste uh, one taste. Uh, that was the V'och for Toichal Koyimecha Yecho. So the Tam Echot or Tam Ofer, I think that's the reference. Uh, Rashi didn't touch it before in the Ofer Toichal, but I think that's what he means here. Ve'yifra mikfuye toiva should uh, punish the those who uh, are not grateful, ungrateful. Should davarechem mishtan l'mekam a time they just have one item, which is the man, and that would change into many different tastes. Pasuk zayim ve'yovei amel Moshe. The people came to Moshe ve'yimru. They said chotonu. We sin ki debanu b'Hashem v'avoch that we spoke in Hashem and in Gilu. We spalo Hashem. Daven to Hashem, Yosem Noleinus Anochash, you should remove from us the snake. For Yispalel Moshe, the Moshe Daven Badon for the people. Yispalel Moshe, Mekan from here we see the Mishim of Action, the Men of Mechila, one who you're asking for him forgiveness. Shaloi Yehiachzodim Milimchel shouldn't be cruel from forgiving. Pasuk Ches, Vayemer Hashem Al Moshe, and Hashem says to Moshe, Asilucho Sarof, Make for yourself a uh, serpent, the sim oisoyal mace, and put it on a pole. Voyakola noshuch, and anybody will be who is bitten, vroyis of will see it and he will live. Al mace, zakrashi al klunus on a pole, shakoyin pirka balaz moit stick. Vachain, in Yishai lamizan, the kanes al hagiva, and like a flagpole on a hill. And Perik Muntes Pasik Chabez is Orim Nisi raise a banner. And Perik Gimel Pasik Bez in Shayus U Nais. Well, if you should go away, Lois Lurio Corinais, and because it serves as a signal and is to be seen, it's called a Nais, it's called a sign. Kola Noshuch, Dr. Ashi, anybody who's bitten. Kola Noshuch, Dr. Ashi, I feel a Kelove Chabir Neshke, even if a dog or a donkey would bite him, or your Noizik, or Misnab Nevahilok, he would be injured and he would go down, uh, deteriorate and uh, go on. It's only that the bite of the snake would more quicker kill. Uh, that's why it says uh, just seeing. Um, so anybody who was bitten just by seeing it uh, would already uh, 
be uh, healed. But But later on, by the uh, bitten of the snake, it says vihibit stars a more uh, persistent look. The bitten, the bite of the snake did not quickly heal. Alim came up with baby kavona unless he looked at it with intention. And our teacher said, Does the snake kill or give life? At the time the Jews looked towards the heaven, and they would enslave their hearts to their Father in heaven, they would be healed. And if not, they would waste away. Um... Although before it says by Shalach Hashem ba'omes and Choshim Hasrofim, so the only one that the pasuk mentioned were biting was the Nichoshim Hasrofim. But um, and by Nashkosom also Rashi says you have a Nachosh Shalokosh. So even that Shalokosh. So it's also talking about the Nachosh over there. Um, and um, and the the that was the penalty that the, the Nachosh who. Who spoke Russian harder? They should also pay for. Uh, should, should, should they should pay for that? Uh, but um, apparently, that Kelav um, Hamer Neshchoy. Maybe that wasn't by Yishalach. That wasn't so. That was just a regular problem. Um, uh, what were the Klavim uh, doing over there? Mel Hamerim. They were had the, the Hamerim with them, but apparently they had Klavim with them too. Um, um, in the um, in the desert, um, they had this clubbing. I don't know if it was mentioned anywhere before about the clubbing. Um, so Moshe made a copper snake, and he placed it on the pole. It would be that if the snake bit a person, he would look on the uh, copper uh, snake, and uh, he would uh, live. So, um, a sort of a serpent is the same as a snake. Um, so, before we learned, Hashem told him to make a sort of uh, to put the sort of on the pole. Um, but Rashi says over here, um, Hashem just didn't tell him to make a nechoshes. Uh, the language falls on language because nechash and nechoshes is similar, so he made it out of nechoshes. But Hashem just told him to make a sorof. Didn't tell him what to make. Where do we see that Hashem kori nechosh? Hashem kori sorof. We see the pasuk says vayishalach Hashem ba'omes hanechoshim asrofim. But that's not um, what Hashem calls him. If the pasuk would have said, so then there would be uh, more masim to say, because But here specifically, Hashem says, and um, so probably because a sorof is called nachoshes. I mean, a sorof is a nachosh. And since a nachosh, a sorof is a nachosh, nachosh is a nachosh, that's why he made it. But in the Ebshitaka didn't use the word Nachash over here, they used the word Sarof, the word serpent over here. Lush and Nephilim Lush.